we're kicking this thing off. It is April the 7th, 2022, going into Easter weekend. Yep. Is it Easter weekend this I, weekend? I believe I so. I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Right? Yep. Well, sure. There it is, man. Uh, it's oh, a big Easter, weekend Easter where we Sunday. are here in Central Texas, that's for sure. Easter weekend is a weekend people get together with their families and they really celebrate uh, pretty big here yeah. where we are, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you know Lots you, do you Easter celebrate? Egg uh, yeah, our family gets yeah, like, together and does the Easter, eggs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I've, One way I, or the other. I wasn't other, raised yeah. with Easter, but exactly. it, yeah, I, I, we do do it now. And, and, and obviously for some people it's a massive religious holiday right. with... with uh, you know Jesus and the cat is a Catholic holiday, right? I believe so. Right. Well, it's a it's a holiday about you know Jesus. Uh, it's the the anniversary pretty much of when he passed around the bread and the wine, and he said, "This is my body, this is my blood." Exactly. And then he, you know came back three days later and all that stuff. But uh, you know, I was I was actually raised Jehovah's Witness. Well, so I know we you were. Yeah, and we so we didn't we that, didn't yeah. have Easter. Uh, I'll actually be attending uh, here in a few days the uh, the Jehovah's Witness Memorial where we get together and we pass around the... Well, I say we. I'm not an active Jehovah's Witness anymore, full disclosure. But I do still attend the uh, the annual memorial. But uh, anyway, that's off topic. Yes, yeah, it but, is Easter weekend. Yeah, but still, that's a big thing for Jehovah's Witness, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big no. weekend. And it falls it's around Easter time. It's pretty much the holiday they celebrate. Yeah. Same thing around Easter? It is the full moon. They don't sell... It's not on... Uh, Easter Sunday, like everybody else, it's it's the full moon closest to Easter Sunday. Okay. For, I forget the exact date, but it's coming up pretty soon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah. the full moon is important in right, nature yeah. as well, oh, yeah. uh, big time. It's a big thing, like with plants, with animals, birthing cycles. Right. The full moon is a a, a real thing, you know, the yeah. moon cycle, yeah. let's say, the entire moon cycle. Yeah, well, interesting, man, and... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so that's going on these days. We have like a little bit of a cool front coming in uh, right now. And by cool front, yeah. I mean it's still like 50s, 40s at the low, so it's not bad. But it's actually nice. Nice oh, day. Oh, yeah, today was a beautiful day. Shoot, man. That's like, yep. like that's how you want it. When people say, man, we I just wish we had a spring, that's what they mean. You know, like they yeah. want a couple of days like that. Well, by a couple, I mean like four weeks right. like that. And you don't get it very often. It gets hot really quick here. But what we need is rain. And so I'm just going to put it out there freaking right now, man, to the gods. Please, man, just rain one time on us. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Fucking kayak, Indeed. man. Oh, dude, I'm so I mean, ready to do some kayaking, man. Like, you can't, like, when it's hot and you can't really swim because the rivers are so low and, man, it's brutal. Yeah. It makes it, it's hard to explain to people who don't live in South Texas. Yeah. How brutal it makes it if you don't just get that that enough rain to keep those things How up. How nice those rivers are to yeah. jump in after a long day of work, man. It's, it's like, I mean, insane. we need like a good like 10 or 12 inches in a month to catch that thing back up oh, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. No, we need us a good... You know, a lot of people can, will say, oh, we don't ever need another flood like 02, you know, or we don't ever need another flood like 78, which were, you know, you got your gully washers. Those were valley washers, you know. Those were big floods, and they caused a lot of destruction. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I wasn't around for the 78 one, but I was around for the 02 one. I was 10 years old, and I remember vividly being stuck between two river crossings right here, five miles out of Medina. And I remember that for, like, the next five years after 02, we had a healthy river, man. I mean... And, you know, we didn't get any more, like, big floods throughout that time. 
It's just that one huge flood set us up with such good, uh, you know, got the aquifer nice and full, so all the springs were running full pump. And it just, for like five years, we had a really healthy river. And started to get when it comes to, yeah, you know, when we've got, and right now we are very much overdue for for a good flood. And when I hear people saying, oh, we don't need nothing like that, it's like, man, you know, they happen. Yeah. You know, they I had do a, happen. I had a shirt that said, uh, for the Medina Lake Dam, and it said yeah. the damn thing held 2002. Yes. You know, I, I remember that, shirt. dude. Yeah. I remember when they were, like, showing on the news. Yeah, we were know, evacuated. We were evacuated in Castroville. Yeah. Because we're south of the dam. Right. And actually, there was a. That's where one of those big fires were uh, south of the dam. Mm-hmm. Actually, more recently, that burned a few hundred acres or more. I think it burned upwards of a thousand. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And that's that. Uh, das Goat was the name of the fire. I don't know how they got it that name. Yeah. But uh, Das Goat was started by a car fire. Really. That spread into a brush fire and. Oh, it just took man, off. That weekend. Bandera County pretty much caught fire that weekend, man. There was just wildfires all over the place. Yeah, but that was taste. by far the biggest one. Yeah. Well, again, back to the beginning right there. That's why we need more rain. We need rain. Not more rain. Some rain. Yeah. We need rain. And uh, I'll leave it at that. Probably there's yep. a lot of people that need things in life, but we are definitely hoping for that here. Uh, that's on my mind a lot these days. And uh, we wanted to start off this one. Well, I'm going to start. I guess I'll start off with what I kind of brought to the table here. Yeah. And that is, um, you know, I was thinking about this. I've thought about this a lot, and and um, I never really felt, you know, compelled to talk about it. But tonight, when I was thinking about what ep- what what I should talk about, I thought this is a good time to do it because I heard somebody else kind of discussing it, and that is just the issue of free speech, or I say the issue. The conversation of just free speech. And uh, I say that what I'd like to do here with you is just break it down back right. to the simplest form. Like, don't have any thought about it. Just really try to understand free speech, the concept. Don't say, oh, well, the Constitution says this or anything. Just right. should we have free speech and is there a line or what is it with free speech that we should understand? You know, And you can right. go first, what you think about it. And just if you think it's in a good place today or if you think it's not going in a healthy direction, you know. Right. Well, the Constitution. No, I'm just kidding. Not <laughs> 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 a bad place to start. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, you know, I do, yes, I do believe that we uh, should have free speech. Um, and I believe that, you know, you don't need, I don't think we need a piece of paper to tell us this. You know, we are born with free will. We have speech organs. <laughs> that, yeah. Therefore, yes, I believe that we, that we do have free speech. We should have free speech. Uh, what you're not free of is consequences. You know? And, um, you know, th- th- there's always the classic, you know, should you be able to run into a crowded theater and, re- and yell fire? You know? What kind of consequences will, will accrue from that? You know, w- would you running in there and doing that would that cause a stampede that could potentially hurt people, you know, or even kill someone? Yourself included. Yourself, yeah, absolutely, yourself included. You know, over this, you know, I mean, I guess a more a more nuanced question would be like, where does the law get involved, right? Where does where does it switch from just like consequences being 
other people are going to talk back to you, you know. Like, if you, if you say something that's just, like, incredibly racist or bigoted or something like that, you know, there's no law that says you can't say it, but... No, you know, people are going to talk back to you know, and they're going to well, at very counter least, you. At very right, least, right? At the very least, somebody could even get very physical with you. Yeah. You know, and so at what point does at what point do the consequences shift from like private consequences? You know, over to okay, now the law needs to get involved. Now yeah. you've become a danger. To the either life, liberty, or property of someone else by what you've said. You know, if you go out and you say, hey, I'm going to steal your truck, you know, well, then that person has probable cause to think, like, well, That's you're, a threat. A th- you're a threat to my property, yeah. then, you know. If you say, hey, I'm going to kill you, then that person has right to use lethal force against you, you know, because you have just proven, you know, you have just stated that you are a threat to their life. Uh, yeah. And so you know, I don't even really know where I'm going with this with this little rambling, but uh, no, it's not. It's but not but yeah, no, right. I, I think that there needs to be a very nuanced conversation about like where this where where do you put the line? Where does the law get involved? You know, because unless you're just a complete anarchist, you've got to believe that the law. There has to be a certain point when when the law gets involved. So that's your you feeling know? of 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 it in general, and I and I actually don't really need to say much because I actually really agree with you. And I think that when you're starting to affect another person in a negative way and you're starting to hurt people, then your consequences have to be brought out. You right. know, I mean, they you have to... Now, so you might get double consequence sometimes. Yep. You know, you might go in and yell fire in a crowded room and then you might run out and you might break your knee on the way out and then also get charged. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's just unfortunate. But also, you know, you might say something at the wrong time and someone might just, you know, level you. You know right. what I'm saying? That's unstable, that doesn't want to hear that. And yeah. that's possible. Now, they're going to get charges pressed against them and the law's going to get involved with them because you can't just get physical with someone's words. I don't believe that either. So I agree with right. you with all that. I don't really need to re-mimic that. But do you think it's healthy, and you can hit your point too, uh, but yeah. do you think it's healthy where... Speeches in our country, in our state, in our country today. Do you think we're going? What directions do you see it? You know, with social media and right. things. You know, well, obviously, with social media, everything is very one-sided. On social media, you know, I mean, I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty insane how, like, on Facebook, right after like the Russian invasion, they actually changed their rules so that you could advocate violence toward Russians, you know, like, I just saw that, and I just, I I found, I found it hard to believe, almost, I had to go, like, fact check it myself, you know, like, that's just, that's insanity, but, you know, at what point do your words start to negatively affect someone else's life, there's, there's one good, uh, example Going on right now, actually. Alex Jones, I'm going to bring up the forbidden name on here, is actually in Connecticut right now having to appear before courts for lawsuits involving what he said about Sandy Hook. 
Like on his show, practically oh, yeah, as it was happening. That. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, I, I, and I knew that he was going right. through this. And so, for yeah. anyone who doesn't know, Sandy Hook, of course, was a was a very tragic school shooting that happened like what 2013 ish. God, was Something it that? Like that? Yeah, it was yeah. a long time yeah. ago. Now it was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, but uh, anyway, after immediately after this happened, of course, the Alex Jones show runs live throughout the day. And so Alex Jones started tossing around a bunch of conspiracy theories, which he later kind of tracked back on, you know, and said, because at first he was saying, well, this could be a false flag, right? He was saying, this could be staged, this could be a false flag to try and take our guns and stuff. And then later, of course, he had to come out and say, Oh, you know, you know, we we didn't know really what we were talking did about. Did he retract his statement? He did. He did. Apologize, he, he, or, he, uh, apologize or whatever, quote unquote. But it retracted right. his statement. I don't think he like really apologized, but he did say like, you know, we were just reacting to live time information, and we didn't, you know, we didn't know really what was going on. Yeah, and I'm not saying he should have. I don't. Right. I don't know enough about. So I, I mean, you know, th- I think that's like a good. That's a good baseline question. There is like. Should Alex Jones face charges? Because it's actually the parents of the victims of the school shooting who are suing Alex Jones for, I guess, like emotional damages because he suggested that the, their children's death was a was a conspiracy or was some sort I think of false it depends. flag. I think it depends on how much how personal he got. Right. I think if it was generalized. To man, I'm hearing that there are reports that this is just all a coup and no one's real. Now, if he got like this family is this and started to, I think in a couple of cases he did call out some families for now, being like it, for being like crisis actors. I mean, I mean, in my opinion, uh, that could do that could do harm to people. I mean, yeah. uh, the the courts are going to say that, right? You know, and like in my opinion, I don't have an opinion. I'm not. I, I would have to really know. More I'd have to about go back it. and listen to. What I don't have an opinion yeah. about it, but I'm saying, in my opinion, the courts are going to look at that that way. That's how I see the way they're going to interpret it. Is that if he did he call people out directly, right. causing harm, could cause harm to their family, to their reputation. Uh, if he was making a generalized statement, like maybe he did with the shooter in Las Vegas, as well. Right, but he didn't. You know, that's a, that's the same thing. Like, do you you have a generalized statement? Oh, this mm-hmm. is something deeper, but there's no families to call out that you're pinpointing. Right, that's the difference. And I think in some ways, I I, I actually do. The more I think about it, you know, you're really th- that's a slippery slope. You know, that's when Alex Jones was really on a point where I think his popularity was really high for trying to find those things in society that are nuanced you know and i I think sometimes he he slips up yeah you know what i mean and uh i feel bad in that way because i'm sure he's just charged and you know right feeding on the next event you know what i mean we've all seen alex yeah you know but i do and 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 i'm not i'm not gonna sit there and definitely kick someone (coughs) while they're going through that or anything no matter what you know but no i don't know yeah, that's a tough one, and that is a great thing to think about, you know. And I think a lot of people yeah. would think that Alex Jones is a great example for free speech in general because a lot of things that he has says he has been criticized about, and and they have really come to fruition. And I think that should be recognized as well. Right. And uh, you can't really look at the guy like he's a complete 
nut job when he, he has been proven right. He is a very strong personality. Right. And I think I think that's more of what happened. I don't think he was <coughs> maliciously trying to hurt those people. I don't see him that way. Right. You know, I just believe that he's just carried away and he's just a huge personality that, that uh, you know, seems to find ways to figure some shit out. You know what I mean? Seems to. It's kind of silly, man. You know, he's really yep. kind of a... Uh, but you actually said something a minute ago that I want to revert back to. So, like, let's say that Facebook is advocating for people. Like, they're, does Facebook have free speech? Does Facebook have the right to pick a side? Well, there's, I know there's lots of people who would argue that they do because they are a quote-unquote private company, uh, even though I would question just how private they really are these days, you know, in terms of how much they obviously collaborate with Well, how with private is GM? How private is um, Goldman Sachs? Right. You know, how private is anything, really, in in that regard, too? But, yeah, I so see yeah. your point's well taken. But, right. uh, yeah, no, you're right, but no, keep going. But, but, uh, no, I don't believe that, that that speech is free on Facebook right now. You know, like I said earlier, I think it's very one-sided. And I gave the Russian example, but there's plenty of other examples. I mean, let's not forget that the sitting president of the United States of America was removed from Twitter. Yeah, which is the largest platform at the yeah. time. Everyone's okay. there talking about it. You know, and he has a voice on there and he's the largest account on there. And it's really the way he speaks to people. Right. It's his style. I mean, it's not just that he got banned from Twitter. If you just say that, people don't, you know. Right. It well, was a I mean, huge deal. It was, it a, was huge a huge deal. deal but, but, but this kind of goes back, it's kind of like the Alex Jones thing. You know, he got kicked off of there. Did he get kicked off because of what he actually said, quote unquote? Or did he get kicked off because of his personality, because of who he was? Well, 100% you know? it's his personality. Yeah. And, who, and his position in society, because people have said worse and not been kicked off. Right. I'm sure we could find tweets where people have said worse things than him. Yeah. But this this segues into another topic that is, that is uh, in the news right now and... Yeah. Uh, I, I did want to uh, let me let me yeah. catch on one thing because it is a great segue, but I think this is going to be important in the segue as well, and that is that I think truly, I truly believe this, that you're right, that Facebook is one sided. All of them are right. really one sided, but I would actually almost think that you know, as long as they're not, as long as we as a society don't feel like that regulating them and keeping them into the public sphere is what we need to do and we don't want to pay for them right. and we don't want to participate in that, that they have the right to have a voice too. Like if a company says, you're not allowed to shop here. And that's exactly how you break that chain. If that's the policy they have and they don't agree with what you, if they don't allow you to say what you want to say, right. you get off. And that's the that that's the way it is, and it's sad and it sucks because these platforms were good, but I do think that's also the way new ones are going to be established, and that right there is something maybe not new ones are going to be established, but that ties into yeah. what you said, maybe what you were going to say. Maybe some older ones are going to be, you know, taken over. Not not necessarily taken over, but reformed maybe. Yeah, yeah, refreshed. Yeah, refabricated. You know. Yeah. 
rebuilt. Some, some new uh, new management, you know. So for anyone who doesn't know, of course, we're talking about Elon Musk buying up. Uh, what did he buy up? Like eighteen percent, I think. Something. I think like it's that. nine. Nine. It, it, it's nine point eight or something because if you get to ten percent, then you something happens. If you get to ten percent. Yeah, you, you know what I'm you, saying. You so you get a part on their on their board. Yes, I believe. And it's Elon nine. Musk has a part on their board yeah. now. Yeah. So I, I, uh, we can look it up. Look, let's yeah, look no, it up. Yeah, let's, let's look it up, up real it's quick. A, but it's anyway, a, it's public record. Uh, he did we buy a, a large share of Twitter, and now he is on their uh, their board of. I can't even remember. The, yeah, whatever it is, the right yeah. title. And he's on the board of Twitter. Uh, apparently, there are some Twitter board of directors. Em, board of directors. That's the word. Uh, apparently there are some uh, some Twitter employees who are pretty unhappy with the, with these new developments. Of, That's uh, not, but the important question is know, how, how do those people identify? No. Right. No. I mean, you know, I, I saw one 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 person put out a tweet. They were like, "Just kidding." You know, we, we need uh, we need we need to regulate hate speech or something like that. Like saying. That uh, anybody who talks, you know, bad against, like, the LGBTQs or, or whatever. But he was, he, he ended it by saying that he was resigning because Elon Musk was now on the board of directors. And, uh, you know, maybe that's a... Uh, no, Elon Musk takes a 9% stake in Twitter to become its largest shareholder. 9%. Tesla's CEO Musk is one of Twitter's most outspoken voices. Now he is also the company's... Largest shareholder. <laughs> yep. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that scene in uh, Batman Begins when he's when Bruce Wayne is in the uh, the hotel and him and those chicks get into the fountain and they start swimming yeah. and the guy comes up and he's like, "Hey, you can't do that here." And he's like, he brings out his checkbook and writes a check. He's like, "I just bought this hotel." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to like put out. I hate doing saying this, cause I really, I, I hate to put out people's shit. But when you're this big and you do this, right. it's just part of his life, and oh, I know yeah. he understand, he has to understand that. But uh, he spent two point six four billion dollars on Twitter. I feel like every, every point after the decimal still needs to be added because it's still a lot of. Like, you can't miss any numbers yeah. there, because that's still all a lot of money, you know? But $2.64 billion on his Twitter shares. And I would just like to ask Elon Musk, if I could, or anybody in that regard, like, what does a $2.64 billion transaction look like? Because I know it's not like going to the store yeah. and, and handing someone a $20 bill. You know what I mean? Right. It's like... Two point six four, like you're moving over assets, like you're, like this is a, like it, it's just like future stakes, like are you paying this out over time? Mm. It's are like you, some fun with Dick and Jane shit. Yeah, know? I wonder, Sorry, man. So, yeah. I wonder what it really is like. Are they all different, or is there like a standard procedure that when you're dealing with this much money, there's typically some ways that you do it, like you don't right. go outside of that, or like it'd just be fun to know that. I just think it's interesting because most people in the world. Most people in the world that live on this planet and die their whole life will never know. Yeah. You know, unless they're just told by someone who's actually fucking done it. Right. You know what I mean? That'd yeah. be cool. And he seems like somebody who would tell you if you asked him. Like, what right. does it look like? You know, like, what is it? What? How I imagine it's take? probably just like, in, you know, in a, in a room 
Does he call up some people? Full of some fancy people in suits as they stand over you and you sign some papers? I don't know, dude. Like, that's a good question. That's a really good question. But uh, well, it's kind of cool to think about. But but again, it, it, we talked about this a little in the last episode with the financial system, and I believe that social media is going to be this way, and the internet's going to be this way. It's like trust. Yeah. You know, like uh, I was listening to something they were talking about subscriptions. And how, you know, a large part of the, like, a lot of people will go out and spend money in town. They'll go to small tourist towns with their family. They'll spend money. They'll go places, go do things they like and spend money. But when it comes to, like, subscriptions and things online, like, they do get people to do it. You know, people do. But a very small percentage of people, I think, really trust that type of stuff. Right. Because they feel like they're locked in and they have their information and, and, um... You know, I, I I feel like that anyways, that there are people out there that really, there's a large mistrust for that. Right. And, no, and just that whole, that whole realm, trust really matters. And so many of these things to me have lost trust because of the freedom of speech. And going right. back to that, I kind of put in my two cents is like, I think that speech you have to have it's like free it's like freedom right it comes with responsibility if you go off and you stay say stupid shit yep. dude you're gonna deal with the consequences dude right? you're gonna have a rough life i would not recommend just to go off and say stupid shit and if you like and if you joke and you have a good sense of humor and personality just understand that people are gonna push back and have fun with that as well right you know and and you know it's the way it is man it's the way we go but um yeah, man, I I do think that Twitter should probably get a bump from this. They obviously have. Yeah, a bump oh, their from stock this, is going you know? up way way up. Dude, he, Elon Musk would totally troll him if he just sold his stock now, <laughs> high, and took the money and then started a new platform with the extra money. <laughs> the ultimate troll. Oh, you my know. Goodness. But I think what he saw is like I I, I like his attitude towards it. Yeah. I'm not. I someone said this too, like if you've never been on Twitter, don't get on now. There's no need. Right. You know, I kind of agree with that. It's like that's probably the way to go. Like I don't right. have any need. Social media, I'm not really I don't feel like it's the failure of the companies that was the problem. I feel like it's the failure of the idea. Yeah. That that we don't communicate that way as people, that we like interaction. And then especially now since we've all been forced to really do it for years, like a long time with it. There's people that are always going to have it and always going to like it, but I think a lot of people like to go out and do things in real life. Right. And I think they realize that and they just not as it's not as popular as it was 10 years ago. Right. You know? I mean, you can't really do anything about that. You could bring Elon Musk in. I don't necessarily know that he's going to be able to really recapture that or not. Can he pick it back up and gain more respect for it? For sure, I think he right. can. You know, I think he is that kind of person. But um it will be interesting to see what what happens with this, and I already think you're gonna you're seeing some some things. But the big question actually was, to your point, was he gonna advocate to get Trump back on? But right. uh, from what I read, is that there's people saying that no way he's not gonna get Trump put back on. But I'm saying, well then, it's moot. It's moot then, because that was a big part of the problem. That was a big part of the censorship and the the lack of of being able to like when and, and again, you're not talking about. Somebody having like the freedom of speech, like you're talking about, like the president of the United States. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a direct attack on if they can do it to him, they can do it to anybody yeah, at that point. Yeah. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. Yeah. 
And so I think people have broken away for that reason. I don't think a lot of people are coming back. I don't care who buys it. You know, right. Clint Eastwood can buy it. You know? Well, I think that. Uh, Not that I think Clint Eastwood know, is better than Elon Musk. I don't. I don't care. Right. I'm just saying, pick your hero. Yeah. You know, Denzel Washington could buy it. People love him. You know, it could be freaking. Who's the next one? You know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Right. George Carlin could come back from the dead and buy it. Sure. You know, it's not gonna. It's not gonna help. Right yeah. now, I just—I mean, it, it to, to a modest degree, but never to the point of what it was. Right. That's just my opinion about social media. I just think the ideas. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, Elon Musk did what he did because he realized that, and this is something that I've been very skeptical of all along too, is when people say, "Oh, we just need to create new social media networks." You know, it's like, man. I'm sorry, dude, but you're 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 not. You know, you can create them. Like they've made Parlor and they made this new what like true what's it called Truth Social or something like that. Yeah, that's the Donald new, Trump. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they're just and locals. There. Locals was another one that was right. there. I know that one. I've heard of that one before. And you know they are there, but but ultimately they they don't come anywhere close to com- actually competing with companies like Facebook and Twitter, and they all only become. Echo chambers, frankly, you know, Parlor. I have a Parlor account. I was on Parlor. I, I I scrolled around on it for a few days, and it was just, it was nothing but conservatives, you know, because yeah. that's the only people who went there. Because, well, and that will, and, I think, I think that will happen at first, no matter what, when right. things break up, you know, until it, until there's some time for something to really gain some steam, right? You know, but I think Elon Musk was like, you know, I think that a much more, if I, a much more realistic goal. Would instead of creating these all new social media platforms that are going to compete with the existing ones, is to simply try and reform the existing ones. Uh, <clears throat> and y'all gonna have to excuse me this evening. I'm starting now. I got like a stuffy nose or something. I know I, I sound very nasally. Yeah, it's all right. Man. Yeah, but uh, it's all good, man. We're just human. We're yeah. all human here. <laughs> you know, that's it. But uh. Ah oh, man, I forget where I was going. Yeah, Dang it. yeah, Dang man. It. Well, Talked uh, about my voice, and now here I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, losing it, losing that train of thought, man. You know, I think Elon Musk just. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. He he doesn't oh, yeah, know. He wants to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, now, how he's going to reform Twitter? Like you were just saying, probably going to be very trivial. You know, like he might let a few more people on there who weren't allowed on there before. Uh I think it'd be a pretty cool move if he if he let Trump back on, just because I'd be I'd like to see what Trump would tweet if he was allowed back on Twitter. But just remember, he has a nine percent stake. Right. So that means if 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 enough people that have the other ninety one percent stake disagree with him, right? It's it is it is trivial. It's going to be nine percent. Yeah. That's what he'll have. Yep. You know, against it may not be the other ninety-one percent. Like he may have other people that he may start to bring people out that agree with him and say, "Hey, we like this direction." Right. And that's where I do think he will do that. I, I believe that he has that spirit, man, and he wants to win. And you know, people that are like that, you can say what you want, but they put in the work, man. And oftentimes, you know, shit happens. You right. know, so you can never sleep on it. But again, I just, man. You're exactly right on the new social media. You're not going to come out and be what those 
those companies, Facebook and Twitter are, no. but neither are they. Because that idea has, like, it's lived its life. Remember, mm-hmm. this shit started with MySpace. I mean, 19, you know, 2000, 2001. I mean, <laughs> that's when it really started to come out. And, and that was the right. whole Y2K, you know, the, the internet revolution. So it's been 22 years of social media. And I think, I'm not saying people are done with it. I don't know. It may, something may happen. I may be completely wrong. Yeah. But I just have a feeling that people have grown a little bit tired uh, of, I don't think it'll, I don't think it will get back to the level it was for a long time if something rejuvenates about it or something. I think it'll take some time for people to get back into it in the numbers that they were. Right. No, yeah, I agree. Uh I think that they could, like, so much of Facebook and stuff like that nowadays has just become really just political talk boards, you know? I, I guess that really depends, like, what you follow when you're on Facebook. And, and you know? sales. And right. sales, you know, for different sales companies. Well, if yeah. you work out or if Big you... Big marketplace. Yeah, yeah. You Which know? is good for a lot of people. I'm sure it helps a lot of right. fucking people, oh, man. Yeah. I've you found know, all sorts good. of stuff on that Facebook yeah. marketplace, you yeah. know? Nothing wrong with that, you know. Absolutely, uh, um, for it. But yeah, no, I, th- I think we've. I think that's pretty much all I have to say about that uh, topic. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. Any more to say about it? You know, when it comes to free speech, <laughs> yes, we we absolutely do need free speech in this country, and uh, I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing that that the right to free speech is put down on paper. You know, I I, I like that. That's a uh, just another reassurance. You know, uh, to to add to it. Even though I do believe that the right of free speech is a natural, God given right. You know, nothing wrong with it being on paper either. Uh, but I'm also not an anarchist. I don't believe speech should be completely unhinged, you know, that you, well, that, you know, like slander and stuff yeah. like that, you know, I mean, there's got to be a limit, you know, there's got to yeah. be a line with, that, that gets drawn and whether or not it gets taken care of by, by private means or by getting the law involved, I think should be a, t- a taken case by case, Yeah, you know, sure. taken case by yeah. case. One, one really, uh, one really slippery slope, I think. Is to, would be to like write a law that would like define something like slander or something, you know, which I'm sure there already is a law defining slander. But then you could technically slip into something like that, you know, and then you, you, you have to get punished by this, you know, whatever's on the books. I don't think it should be that way. I think things should be taken case by case and dealt with accordingly, you yeah. know. But uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much yeah. all I have to say on that. We've spent thirty minutes on that topic. Uh, yeah. One uh, neat thing that was going on right now. Well, I guess neat might not be the word to use for it. I don't know if you heard about Greg Abbott's new uh, oh, policy. What he wants to do with the with the illegal immigrants no, that gets dropped this. off by ICE in Texas. No, I've Apparently, he has chartered buses to take any uh, illegal immigrants that get released by ICE in Texas to Washington, D.C. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, 
This is supposed to be like a big gotcha kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Like, we're going to... Well, Ron nobody, DeSantis talks nobody, about doing it to Delaware. I right. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his, his idea is nobody in Washington, D.C. cares about what's going on on the border, so we're going to send them all up to Washington, D.C., and they're going to see the faces of these illegal immigrants, and they're going to, you know, I don't know, magically give a shit or something. I don't know what yeah, Greg yeah, Abbott I'll... thinks this is going to accomplish. I can see why people think it's a bit of a gotcha, but I just I don't see any real substance behind the move. You know, sending illegal immigrants deeper into inland into the United States remember, is already. Do you remember a, what we talked about with um, with the the rancher after the episode the Bundy? Yeah, the Bundys. Yeah, and how they got very they just they got they were pushing man. Yeah. Like they got they got offensive. Right. That's an offensive type of a move. And, and yeah. I understand that people are pissed off at the federal government and the way things have been handled by everybody. I think everybody's uh, should be pissed off. But, again, you know, do you, you know, it doesn't surprise me that, you know, right. these states were having state-by-state state conflicts and things like that, you know. And you're also seeing, like, when one state comes out with a, a bill... Another state's coming out with a bill that is, like, opposing that. That is telltale signs of something we've been talking about for a long time. Like, I mean, yep. the writing is so on the wall with it. that it's right. it's And things like this play into that. So it doesn't surprise me, but I don't think it's healthy. No. You know, if you want, like, a country. Like, if you want, like, the United States to be, like, a, a treaty, a yeah. strong treaty, I don't think that's a great thing to do. Because there are normal people who live in Washington, D.C., who just work there. Right. You know, they're like, hey, what the hell are you doing, dude? Yeah, now you're going to have Texas yeah. dropping off. Yeah, I didn't do anything to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and they're right. They didn't do anything to us. You know, it was like not their fault. Like that problem could be handled in other ways. Right. Um, Like legalizing marijuana, <laughs> Greg. You know, let's focus on that right now, man. Damn, dude. You know? No, I, I think it's a, it's a good issue that... I think Texas has to play a bigger role in doing something down at the border. It, it's our in, it, it is our interest. Whether right. if Greg wants to be, you know, I mean, look, if Texas in general wants to have that secession mentality, take the role on, take more of the role on, and protect it. Build, build the wall, build a wall, yeah. build a big yeah, ass a wall. Place. Then a state for your state, yeah. and stop it in New Mexico, and ask the federal government when you see that when you see the necessary. As people are in the office. Try to get some federal money and get some help, and and talk to the state of Texas and the oil companies about building the wall. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, step it up then. Do something. You know that's going to ignite people and, and and do something like. I don't know what the solution is. Right. Do you know what I mean? But if you're gonna fucking be a leader, you know you've got to make decisions and you got to just do shit. But if you make the problem with doing that is the decisions you make do have consequences. And I don't necessarily know that like infighting with other states right now is what what we really need, you know. Yep. But uh you know man, I just I you know, let, let's uh let's actually talk a little bit about this if we can because I I actually had been thinking about this and I just want to you can you can take this wherever you want, but I'm yeah. going to say this. You know, I I don't dislike Greg Abbott, and I don't dislike Beto O'Rourke because I don't know them, 
And when you realize that everybody's just a person and you sit down with these people, they're just people in a circumstance that have a perspective of life that is not like mine. And I don't want to judge them for not knowing them. I hate living my life like that because then you feel like you hate people that you don't even know, really. You know, you just know a certain little thing about them and, and you nope. just completely think that, you know, and, and I just don't want to be like that. But as far as, like, the governor goes of Texas, like, I don't love the direction of Texas right now. I don't think we have strong leadership where people are represented on a, on a good level. Right. You know, I think that, I think that if I'm being honest, I think that Greg Abbott tries to play that strong conservative hand, but I think he's always a step behind. I think he's playing behind other people who he sees doing things, and so he does it. And right. I'm just being honest. He's a nice. He seems like a nice guy. Right. I don't have a problem with him. I, I. It's a hard job. I would never be able to do that job, and I wouldn't even want to. You know. And so I. I but. You know, I just don't see him as being somebody that, like, you know, really... I don't see his political aspirations beyond what he does right now. I, right. I don't see him as that type of character. Uh, I, I think that that type of character needs to be somebody who can unite people together to get things done. Right. And, and that is where, I, like, the modern-day politician has to be. Because you have so many different groups. You can't be some partisan one-sided thing anymore man you just you really can't you have to be able to walk a, a real fine line and and solve really hard problems and that can't come from just you that has to come with getting people to work together and finding some type of solutions to really difficult issues right. but it doesn't work when there's infighting like how many people in texas really probably don't feel like that that's a good solution, you know, sending people to Washington, D.C. Right. You know, they, there's probably a lot that do yeah. that think it's hilarious, and I think it actually is kind of silly. I mean, I've yeah. had different kind of laughs. I, yeah, it. like I said, I get how they think <laughs> yeah, it's a gotcha. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. and it definitely is. I mean, yeah. it definitely is. That sucks for Washington, D.C. I'm sure they don't want that. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, you know, like, it's very divisive. Yeah. Like, I think if Greg Abbott came and said something like, you know, I see that we are a, becoming a state that is different, you know? I mean, we have more people moving in that have different beliefs than me, and we have people that live here that have stronger beliefs in a conservative mindset than I do. Right. And I have to walk a line and represent the people of this state and the traditions of this state. And I think it would be a good idea, number one, if we all came together and decided that we really need to protect our southern border from, from traffic coming in right now and figure out solutions in our state on our own. More people could come behind that, I feel like, yeah. than what he's doing now. You know, It would be less divisive to do that, even for people who say that's a horrible idea. But it would at least create a conversation to where it's not like, that was a prick move. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not a prick move. It's like, no, I don't want drugs and fucking bad stuff to come in here. I don't want people to just be able to, I don't want to put our border patrol in danger of these huge cartels that are, that could be dangerous if they want to be. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I think that it's a good idea to do that. And I think that he might have, uh, you know, a lot of support for something like that. But 
I just don't see him as being that guy. And, and Beto's to the other side. You right. know, he he mentioned something about guns. Like, dude, you said that about guns. I don't. There's no coming back from that. Like, like right. you can say whatever you want. I didn't mean it that way. Is out of context, and it might have been taken out of context. I don't even know if it was what he said. I did. I know what he said, but I don't know what. The no, it, no, it, it it wasn't really taken out of context much. Yeah, I mean, the, the person asked him. The person was like, "In the past, you've said that that you would, uh, you know, confiscate military style rifles such as AR-15s." And they they even asked him. They were like, "Would you like to like reiterate that or like reword that?" And, and he's like, "Hell yes, we're gonna take your AR-15s, your AK-47s." Like, well, he, in that case, that know? that is such a political blunder in the state oh, that yeah. it doesn't even. I think I think the majority of people would rather have someone like Abbott. Right. He seems a little bit more centrist in that regard. Yeah. Uh, he really does. To me, he does. He seems he's more mainstream. Yeah, I don't even know. Beto's pretty fuck. Uh, Beto's not the dude, man. No. Uh, he needs to just not. He's taking up space for someone who might be able to step up. And do a good job and bring try to bring people together. Right. And find solutions, in my opinion. Because there's not really a good challenger. And I think, to, you know, to your point, you know, uh, bringing up the, just the governor of Texas, uh, you know, we're not in a great place. We have a lot of different people moving here. We have a lot of different ideas moving here. And whether yep. we like it or not, they're not just going to fall in line with... If Texas, Texas values, there, yeah. and they really don't have to. Yep. There's no rule that states that they have to. Do whether I agree with that or not, it's irrelevant. You know what I mean? I I, I don't. You know, you don't wiggle your nose and fucking everything becomes the way you want to see it. Right. You know, it is what it is. I meet so many people, and and you know what? I love meeting them. They're nice. I have no problem with them. Uh, you know, I'm sure if we got to talking about things, there's things we would agree and disagree on. But, you know, met a lady just, what, like, yesterday from California. Moved here from California. Is, like, a, uh, in the medical field. You yeah. know, moved here from California and just decided to come here. It's a better idea to be here. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're going to bring their politics. I think they're open. I think people like that that have, that are, what what is modern-day political refugees, for lack of a better right. term. I do believe that is real. Uh, they're political refugees from a, another state, and they feel like that they go to another state that fits their need more. And uh, those people, I think, are open to 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 have a change of life and a change right. of heart in some ways. But you also have to be a little open-minded yep. to, to the fact that things do move a little. And what I think we all, you know, can we all agree that, like, you know, the big box stores and the big strip malls in every single fucking town just taking over is, like, not the way we all want to grow. Right. You know what I mean? Like, maybe we should be addressing issues like this. And I don't know how you do that. But I think these things should be addressed. Every town we know, it seems like, is being stripped down with major infrastructure and new strip malls and new dollar stores and new Walmarts and new... And nothing's original. Nothing's no. fucking original anymore. Nothing has character. Everything looks the same. Yep. No, you know, I think... Hey, it's that, the uh, Chinese century. I mean... That's it. I've seen the way they let their cities look over there, man, and they are very... They just grow and grow yeah. and grow. You know, Nothing. Everything's the same. 
You know, I think that... That's uh, not a knock on them. I'm saying that's what's happening here. I don't right. know if that is... Their cities are large and... Yeah. You know, blockage. 27 million people, you yeah. know. God. Living on top of each other, practically, you know. You know, I think that uh, one of the ways we could really help change that here in this country would be to really free our market and to really make it as easy as possible to start a business in this country. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like, there should be three steps to starting a business in this country. Acquiring a location via renting or, or buying a location, you know, uh, filling it with stocks or products uh, or services to sell to the public and putting a fucking open sign on your front door. Yeah, like, it should be those, very are, basic, those, those are the yeah. three steps it should take to open a business in this country. You should not have to deal with any bureaucratic bullshit. You should not have to deal with any of these these city legislatures and stuff like that. It's, it's ridiculous. And people who think that these big box stores, these big corporations, oh, they hate, you know, they hate regulation. That's what they want is a free market. No, they don't. You know, if these if these huge corporations wanted free markets, they wouldn't have hundreds of lobbyists in Washington, D.C. right now trying to ram through legislation that they know would make it harder, not easier, for private com- for private individuals to compete against them, yeah. to start their own businesses, to let them grow to the scales that these that these established ones have. You know, they they just they can't. or at least compete enough to push them out of some of these markets. Right, and letting letting those places be very those places are going to be popular. People yep. are going to like them. They're going to be healthier. I believe that. And and one one person pushed back on me one time, and his point was very well received, and I totally understand. But it was a it was a um, what do you call it? An emotional perspective, because his job is to build. The do- dollar stores. Right. He just goes around, builds new dollar stores. But it's like, but but what you do is you build things. Someone else is going to have you build something. Maybe it's just more custom of a store. Maybe yeah. you go in and you re you remodel some old buildings in some of the old towns for for new businesses. Why can't you do? You know, there's going to be jobs. There's going to be things for you to do. It right. doesn't mean that you just have to do that. That's my rebuttal to that. Right. Um, and I'm not saying they should just be fired, you know, you know, if they want to come in and build dollar stores, I mean, it is what it is, you know, again, I mean, that, I guess that's fine, but yeah, I mean, I, I, your point's very well taken. I think that they should almost, they should almost, I wish that there was incentive to start for people to try to start businesses in their town. And not only that incentive for revitalize, helping revitalize the towns and, and bringing, Bringing culture to them and life to them. Right. You know, I think it, it's just highly beneficial to places. It raises people's spirits. It lifts It lifts people. You know, it yep. lifts everything about places. And some places are just absolutely able to capture that. If you drive across this country, you'll run into towns along the way. That oh, you're just yeah. like, really oh, dude, out. this is really badass. This is a cool place, you know? And it's, it's got it down, you know? And then you'll run into some towns that have the same 10 businesses that are in every other town in America. Yeah, oh, and that's a you lot know? of what you see. And 
You know, I think that that's where, like, a lot of small towns that become a little too anxious to grow, that's where they really mess up, is when they start inviting in. Yes, please, come. You know, come give us a fast food restaurant. Heck, man, I'm so sick and tired of there not being anywhere to get a burger in this town real quick. Fuck yeah, let's get a fucking Burger King, man. You know, yeah, but it's just, like you can get a burger in this town. You, you know? know, yeah, exactly. Custom, you know. you know. But the thing about it is like, what do you want for your town? Do you really want for your town's culture and... I don't even know what the word, the other word I'm like looking for. Like, like if you've got a town that's full of old, run-down buildings, right? It's infrastructure, it's, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> What's going to rebuild those buildings in uh, encouraging private, individual, small business to come to your town? Or encouraging large, these large chains and corporations? No, they're going to... They're, they're going to they're, 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 they're build their own new building and you're still going to have a whole main street full of boarded up buildings on, you know, in your old downtown. If you want those buildings to, to be taken up, and actually operational. They need soul behind. They need yeah. They need they need real faces behind them, man. Yeah. Freaking McDonald's isn't going to come in and buy your old historic building in town yeah. and operate out of it. That's yeah. just not going to happen. You know, the only person that's going to do that is going to be some aspiring no gonna, entrepreneur yeah. who's probably from that town who loves its history or something like that. No one's going to be no one's going to be making subway sandwiches in the old church. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. You know, and that's just something that, that I think so many towns need to take into consideration, you know, when they, when they talk about how they, how do you want to grow? You know, do, do, do you just want more businesses, you know, just for on paper or do you want your town to really have a, a soul, you know, yeah. uh, do you want your town to have some some being, something that sets it apart, you know? I know what Somewhere I want. Is... I know what I would want when I go somewhere or when I'm, I live around somewhere. Right. You know, you, you want know. it to have a little little spirit, you know, man. Here in Medina, like... man, we got, the, we got the family dollar. Now we got a T-Mobile. Do you There's really? There's a T-Mobile in Medina now. Where? It's at, I'm actually going to eat my own words here. It's in one of the buildings downtown. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, man. It's, but it's a it's a building that hasn't really been vacant for you know it's never really been vacant uh, down there where the old pizza place was in town. Oh Papa yeah, Papa John's where Papa John's operate or was it Papa John's? Yeah, it's a little pizza place. Yeah, you know where I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, it, it was an independently owned, but he wasn't sold it, Papa John's pizza out of there. Wasn't like a, a, a internet solutions place recently? That's what it still is. But I guess they partnered with T-Mobile. Okay. And so now they just have a bunch of T-Mobile phones down there, and they got a whole little. You know, it's not exactly like an Apple store in Medina or anything. I but think that there's, I think that the world moving forward, there's going to have to be a place for some of these larger things like cell phones and insurance companies. You're going to have them, yeah. you know, there's going to be an all state or something in the, in the, you know, in the town, you know, you, you're not going to shake that. And then, and, and to that, again, I think some of those places would rent some of those spaces uh, if the if the town you know if people if investors invest in the buildings right and raise the rent a little bit because they invested in it uh, you know those places might pay some of them might and I'm not but there has to be a healthy mix yeah there ha you can't just have all this it's it's just 
it doesn't something feels wrong about it to me. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but something just doesn't feel right, man. Right. You know, and then you go in there and everyone says like, Hey, you know, everyone feels pro American and loves their place they live in. When you go in those places, man, look at look at where they come from. And I don't know this, but I've heard, you know, people say that in those places the people that make that stuff are don't get paid a lot of money mm-hmm. and are poor. And I'm sure it gives them a job, you know. I mean, but I don't know that for sure. But is that really is that really soul building, man? I mean, knowing that process of just cheap shit just comes cheap and everything's cheap. Yeah. You know, is that really you know like how you see life? You know that it's just cheap goods, cheap goods, cheap goods. You know, cheap cheap shit. We don't need cheap shit. Like it doesn't fulfill me. Right. So I guess that I see it in a different way than some people, and that's fine. Yep. Again, I I think there has to be a steady balance. I think it's very healthy to have the freedom of speech yeah. for both types of people to express their positions and to debate or not debate or just have conversations about these things in life, and and it not be regulated by anyone but just people and right and wrong. Right. You know, uh, that that really, I mean, obviously if people do things wrong, I don't mean it that someone shouldn't intervene, like you said, like law or something. But I'm saying like, as far as speech being regulated prior to the speech being said, you know, yeah. there's no one has that moral authority, in my opinion, to do that. And uh, again, so I don't have a problem with Dollar General saying, hey, man. You guys talk shit about our Dollar General, but we you know we provide goods, and that's fine. You know, it's like, hey, yeah. that's fine. You know, you have your voice, and I do understand that. But you know, I think it's fair to say that if you're a person that doesn't want to get vaccinated, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have the you have the right. Not only do you have the right to say that, you have the right to actually act upon what you're saying and not get vaccinated mm-hmm. if you don't want to. Right. You know, and I don't want to live in a world where that that changes in our country. Yeah. You know, I don't I do not trust anyone of that type of authority that is going to sit there and tell us, "Oh, this is better for everybody." Like, you don't know what the fuck's better for me. Yep. You know, I don't even know what the fuck's better for me. You damn sure don't. You should even you know? have the right in this country if you want to to question an election. Don't say it. All right. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, the one more thing uh, that I will bring up before we uh, before we but not sign a school off shooting. Time. Yeah, not a school shooting. <laughs> no, you don't get to question those. Uh, Just kidding. Not making a light bit of, of that uh, I, I call it good news. I guess. I mean, you know, it depends on how you follow it. Um, but from some of the January sixth trials that are going on right now, some oh, of the people yeah, that have been this. brought. Uh, brought up, there's been hundreds of people. If you were like within like a freaking quarter mile of the Capitol, it seems like you were charged with insurrection on that day. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. One guy brought but, his uh, dog, his fucking dog's facing charges. <laughs> no, I made that up. No, that'd be crazy though, right? Right. Dog's uh, like, what the hell, man? You know? Yeah. I'm just being a they loyal friend. They held the doors open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dog, <laughs> yeah, dog has a sign. They held the doors open. <laughs> but that is apparently why this. Uh, there is a, a protester right now uh, that has recently just a yep. judge acquitted him. Yep, cleared him of all charges. Said uh, there's no, no unre- you know, no reasonable reason this person didn't believe that it was perfectly okay to walk into the Capitol when video 
surveillance shows the police officers holding the doors open for him. Yeah. You know? And so he's been... Uh, yeah, let go on all been, charges. Yeah, been yeah. let go on all charges. And so that that's a domino that will probably end up getting a lot of the January well, 6th protesters off the hook. It, it, it's a tough thing because you have to go through and look at it case by case. Right. But I feel like, in my opinion, the most fair way to do it is that. is It's just case by case. If people were fighting with yeah. police and throwing barricades yeah. at police, right. you've got to pay the price. Just right Shouldn't there in the courtroom, they should just have the, the, the security footage just rolling like, all right, let's find you and all this. All right, here you are. Do you think like, the shaman let's, let's was mistreated? <laughs> the shaman? Oh, Buffalo Horns guy? Was he yeah. violent? No, I don't think he was violent. Did he break? Did, is there no, any no, video think, of him? I think I think the people there who who should face, if anyone there should face the charges, I think it should be the people who who did go and break into some offices. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I guess that like they, that's vandalism. That's, yeah, There's vandalism, that's like, yeah, violence. You know? But for someone who walked in, let's say let's yeah. say that, and I don't know this, but, but let's no, say the Shaman, on shaman yeah. walks in. He's let in. He's yelling yeah. some shit. You know, he's yeah. crazy. But he goes in. He's on the podium. Right. But but really, though, it's fucking our podium. It's fucking, yeah. It's our podium. No, Boone, but you don't understand, Boone. That's a sacred spot, okay? A yeah. sacred spot where, where great men have stood. And yeah. he had the audacity to stand where great men have stood. With his nipples okay. exposed. Yeah. <laughs> With you the know. fucking buffalo on his head. No, no, really, I, I guess I see some charges there, but do you think... I, I get why he's in trouble, okay? I'm not... I'm just joking. Yeah. I see why he's in trouble. But I'm just saying, like... Was he a little over... Were people a little overkill with him? It didn't no, seem like yeah, he was like... You know, I mean, he seemed crazy. He was a th- he, yeah, he was... Was he a goofy dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, was he a threat to anyone? No. I don't... You know, I don't think he was a threat to anyone. Yeah. Uh, you know, did he... Did he... He didn't or, do anything that day overly threatening. Right. On that you day, know. you know. Uh, that That is what I'll say about that. Yeah. But no, man. No, case by case, I think you go by. I mean, I also think that they've got to investigate the Babbitt case. Yep. Um, you know, someone was killed there. Uh, you know, it has to be looked at, man. This is the law. Right. You have to... These are people's lives. They have families, friends, you know. Yep. Um, it's just like with Alex Jones talking about... You know, I mean, you know, when we're talking about people, you need to call people and talk to people. You have to... If you're going to go into that detail... You know, naming people and, and you know, you, you have to... I, I think it's respectful to do that. And if you don't, you might bear some responsibility for something. Uh, right. You know, that's why, like, when you when you do a podcast today, so many people do a podcast today, but so many people don't want to come on podcast today because they're afraid. They're like, oh, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. say anything on there. I don't want... I have a job that I'm just like... And it's like, yeah, but even with your job, I mean, when you leave there, you know... In my opinion, you have the freedom to be who you are, and that place has the right to fire you too for saying something that they might not agree with. But I mean, I, I see why people don't want to come on on right. to podcasts as well. But you know, if you don't use things in life, if if you look at the freedom of speech like that, like I'm afraid to speak my mind because what people might think or it might lose me this. That's a slippery slope. You might not feel the effects of that, but your kids might. 
Yeah. You know, because it might just go away because we just don't exercise that right. Right. And I do fear that. But if you do, I think if you like, like if you say something about somebody's like wife, like a joke, like at the Oscars, I think you should get fucking slapped. <laughs> right in the face. Especially if it's about G.I. Jane. <laughs> you know? But the slap heard around the world. I have a feeling that this topic that we're hitting on here on 4-7-2022, though it has been a popular topic, obviously with, uh, you know, with, with the president getting suspended, uh, with, with social media, but just to tie with social media, you know, social media and free speech, you know, the whole, the whole topic together and, and, and what the, do those companies have? Their own freedom of speech, you know, should they? Because, you know, it's a good, it's a, it's a solid debate. Yeah. Or are they too big for that where they should be in the public sphere? And that, they, that there should be a company where we could all get online and have an open forum where it, it's not, you know, you have to just, you know, right. it's open. I mean, it's like, that's kind of the Wild West, you know, but, it, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. Yeah. But it's a very interesting topic and I think we're going to be talking a lot more about that. Especially coming into new election cycles here in this country and stuff like that, I think we are. Right. And then the governor race is the other thing that was just, uh, you know, it's coming quick down the pike. Man, we're going to be hearing a lot about it, and I'm sure things are going to get nasty and things are going to get ugly. And if there's one thing I can say, man, I hope that people get over that shit, man. Yeah. Stop being like that. You know, none of these people are really worth like losing friends over. Right. Do you know what I mean? And like losing like like your life over. You know, they're not worth it. They're just, they, they're, I'm sure they're decent people, but they're not. Like, they're not special. So you really don't need to be like, being like, oh, that's my guy. Do you don't diss him, you know? Or, oh, I hate that guy. You like him? Or, no. Nope. That's just, that we got to get through that, man. That's kind of my opinions, my, right. my closing statement there. Yep. Uh, close the episode on that. And, uh, yeah, give it, give it to you to send him home. Well, I think uh, it's, we have really tackled, I think, one one main topic today. You know, I th- uh, usually we tackle a few topics in one episode. Today we focused on mainly just one, but it's a, it's a topic that I think is, like you said, becoming more and more important uh, with, with each passing day, and it's something that uh, we really have to ask ourselves, you know, how, how free of a world do we want our kids to live in, you know? Do we want our kids to be able to... What is free speech about? Is free speech about talking about the weather? You know? Is that why we have free speech? So we can be like, oh, sure is a nice day today. You know? No. I think we have free speech so that we can discuss very controversial things. You know? So that we can have conversations in this country that we need to have. You know? Kind of... Look at the state of this country right now. We've, we've talked about it for the past few episodes... Look at the state of our alliance, right? Look at how polarized we are. It, it, it's almost like a marriage where communication has just broke down. It's almost like a married couple that just doesn't talk to each other. They won't talk to each other. Why won't they talk to each other? Because they know, they know down in the pit of their stomach that if they bring up any of these things that need to be talked about, Oh, it's just gonna be a it's just gonna be a shit show, right? It's just it's most likely gonna end up in an argument. It's gonna end up in a fight, and so why even talk about it? We just don't even need to talk about it. And I feel like that's the sort of mentality we're we're coming to 
with so many different topics in this country. And it's going to lead to the same place a marriage will go if, if communication breaks down. You have to have communication. You have to be able to talk to each other. If we can't have civilized conversation in this country about controversial topics, then we might as well just get the divorce over with. Because that's how it's going to end up, just like a marriage. There's no, there's no difference there. It's a microcosm. You know, exactly. It's a micro, you know. You know yeah. and so that's why I think free speech is, is an incredibly important aspect of our republic. And it's something that if we don't have, or not even necessarily like that the, that the government will take it away from us. It, it's almost like it's something that we're just going to end up surrendering ourselves because it's just like, Oh, we'll just tire ourselves of it, you know. Ah, oh, why look all these, all these controversial conversations we have. They 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 result in nothing but disagreement and polarization. So let's just not even talk about any of this crap anymore. We'll leave all these decisions up to a select few, and we'll all just you know be happy. <laughs> you know, I guess I guess that's how some people think, uh, but that's certainly not how uh, not how I would think about it. You know, I think that. We have to be able to have these conversations, and that's that's pretty much how I would end that one. So, uh, yeah, thank you. You know, thanks everyone for listening to our podcast, and uh, we will be back next week with another uh, free thinking conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, you should do do a favor right now. If you, I challenge you right now to think of the best joke you can come up with and see if you can make yourself laugh. And I bet you the answer is no. (laughs) At least I'm that way. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.